We're back with another episode of Boomer vs. Zoomer. It's our first taping recording of the new year. Yay! I'm still saying 2022. It still hasn't set in yet, even though we're almost done with January, which is crazy. How many months are you allowed to mess up? Because I used to do that at school. You know, you'd put the, the date on the top right, and I'd always put, like, let's say 22 for, like, the first two or three months. Yeah, I don't I don't actually know. Like, I actually signed a contract recently in 2022. Mm. Um, that was bad. They sent it back to me, like, no, yeah, you. <laughs> this is kind of important that you don't fucking do that anymore. So, I was like, oh, shit, my bad. Uh, yeah. I would say in school, up until February, because you're there for such a long time, right, mm-hmm. and you're doing it, like, every day, and yeah. you're like, fucking up for maybe like the first month but then like the second month you should be kind of really first <laughs> month seems long i feel like really first... for me it was until february Well, it's sometimes. like you're just doing so many assignments where you're signing the date and shit mm-hmm. where it's like you should get it within the first couple days should be when you put down the christmas tree when do you put down the christmas tree well i'm jewish so i don't <laughs> <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair oh uh, shit i don't know our family definitely is the family that like leaves shit up for like four months five months i think i had a christmas tree in my in my living room until like june one year when i was Holy like a kid shit. yeah we were just i mean oh to be fair it was also not a real tree okay. so maybe oh, that's yeah. why like All it right. wasn't such a big deal like if we had this fucking withering tree carcass in our room it'd be bad but that wasn't the did you celebrate christmas growing up mm-hmm. i did yeah well I remember one year when I was in Japan, we didn't have like a tree or anything, but like my Japanese grandmother knew like it's how important it was for me. So how is Christmas celebrated in Japan? Well, there's like this whole thing where it's like KFC Mm -hmm. where you actually have to like reserve months in advance or you won't get it. But it's just like a bucket of chicken. You eat it with your loved ones, stuff like that. Like some people do trees and like they do more like the Western culture, but Mm. some people just don't really celebrate it like entirely. So it just depends. Like my Japanese grandmother like never really celebrated it at all. Okay, I see. That makes sense. Considering it like derives from like... More of like a Western thing. Yeah, like Christianity. Not Mm. everyone in Japan is Christian. Yeah. Obviously don't want to talk about religion too much. (laughs) I mean, I, I went to Japan for two weeks. Uh... We landed on Christmas Eve. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, I just remember we, me and Anita were going out into Tokyo, and there were couples everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, Christmas is, like, Christmas Eve, Christmas is very much like a couple's holiday over there. And I remember um, we went to the Starbucks, and every table was just, like, sat with a couple, I'm assuming. Was, and uh, But there's this one guy in the corner of the Starbucks, the angriest looking man ever. Like, he just looked fucking pissed. Like, he's just in the corner seeing all these happy couples and he's just, like, drinking his latte by himself. And I'm just like, I feel that. I felt that. Yeah, in Japan, it's a lot of, like, pair activities, I would say. Like, obviously, you can do a lot of things alone, but it's better with another person. Yeah, just really fucking rub that in. Rub that yeah. in, man. So you're saying it's worse to be single in Japan than it is in oh, California? I would say so. Like, at least, um, like, dating culture is really, really big over there. But also, not everyone is in, like, a relationship. And if you are in a relationship, people really envy it. Like, mm. really, really hard. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I just, I never knew how true this was because, like, I read a lot of manga, like, romance manga, where there would be situations where, like, oh, you could only do this as a couple, right? Like, oh, this deal is available, but only if you're a couple. And it's always, like, the, the main character. Uh, and then, like, he has to pair up with a girl a love girl. interest or something. Yeah. And they pretend to be a couple and they do shenanigans. But I was like, there's no way they actually do, like, couples only things in Japan, right? 
Actually, this I would not know because like I was in Japan slash grew up in Japan when I was a lot younger. So not in a relationship. Got it. But I feel like it would make sense. No, I, yeah. I think so. Dude. I'm sure, I'm sure, like, Japan's weird. <laughs> I could see how you become, like, super fucking resentful of, like, couples if it's, like, kind of, like, pushed into your face like that all the time. So, sounds yeah. like a premise for a great movie. Dude, I, it, I feel like it would be. I'd watch that movie for sure. I love Japan. Oh yeah. my God. I love Japan I too. I, I did too. Uh, yeah, not to be like a Japanophile or whatever the fuck, a weeb, <laughs> whatever. I don't know what the fuck to call it because it's like, uh, I, the anime stuff, the anime that? manga stuff was actually the stuff that I like. Okay, shut the fuck up. All right, fuck you guys. Uh, it was the stuff that I didn't really bond with as much as like actually just like the food, the convenience, like the culture, like the aesthetic of everything. Yeah. Like I thought that I would be like, oh my God, look at all this cool manga and anime shit, which I mean, there were opportunities for that, but it was just like, it was more just enjoying like how high quality and how well maintained yes. everything was you know yeah, like such sure. a fucking sick subway station too like oh, the public transportation the subway station is amazing so good. and like oh go ahead sorry oh, no, i don't want to interrupt no i like as much as i love you know like both canada and america for being so like culturally diverse at the same time there's like the other aspect of how united everyone is as a whole in japan and you celebrate all of these things together if that makes sense because you know like like how you're jewish how you don't mm -hmm. celebrate christmas how other people do celebrate christmas and stuff right so there's there's sort of like a not so united part of being okay i feel like this might be really no 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 i get what you're saying you're <laughs> but you know thinking, what i mean there's like, almost this when i've went to visit there's this sense of community yes that's like like an unwritten rule so like for instance for things like that i had to get used to oh there's like no trash cans anywhere yes oh, yeah. and so like yeah. you give the trash back to where you were eating or the whole idea of like it's not customary to walk and eat at the same time yeah. like you want to yeah. enjoy it and you know either stand or sit wherever you are and like enjoy that moment and it's I don't know. For me, that's like something that's so cool and so like in intriguing. So that's like kind of, I guess, kind of close to like what you're saying. Where yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like, I obviously don't want to bring like the whole like, you know, like political aspect of everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I just mean like in general, it's like the little things that you can see mm -hmm. the way that they put so much care into things or you see how clean it is in Japan mm -hmm. and all of these things or like certain ways that. I'm not saying Japan's perfect. Like, don't get me wrong. It, there's a lot of really fucked up shit that goes on there that yeah. isn't really discussed often. But at the same time, there are a lot of things that are amazing about yeah. the country too. I mean, I did I did see a meme that I thought made a lot of sense where I was like, like visiting somewhere, amazing. Living there, horrible. Yeah. So like, I feel like that probably applies to a lot of places, mm -hmm. including Japan. But like, yeah, I, I mean... I hate being that fucking guy where like your whole personality is the last country you visited. <laughs> but goddamn, dude! Like if I had to recommend a place for anyone to travel, Japan was Japan was incredible. Like seriously, mm -hmm. just fucking loved it there. Just really happy. Um, I would definitely go again. But there are there are definitely like customs and stuff that like I was not used to. Like I am ge de generally pretty wary of my belongings. But like in Japan, like there's just like a certain sense of like oh yeah like. No one's, no one's gonna, gonna steal, steal your shit. So yeah. I went into a cat cafe. You just put like they have like little nooks for you to just put your shit in, like unprotected. Say, put your cat so I was in. just like, oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I shoved my cat in there. But um, 
Yeah, I was. Right. He's like, you're just supposed to put like your wallet and your shoes and everything in this yeah. like little cubby, like or like your phone also, and because they don't want it to be like too loud inside of the cat cafe. And I was yeah. just like, okay, it's like no one's gonna take my shit if you say I, so. I think one of the most underrated experiences I had over there was when I went to uh, Nara. Oh, Nara! And I've actually it never was been. Beautiful. So, like for context for people who haven't gone. Um, there are deer there that you can pet. They oh, will literally come are? up yes. to you. And I'm talking, they come up to you and let you pet them. And then you can like feed. And there's beautiful like bike trails. So that was like my favorite thing. We got bikes and we just biked around for I don't know how many miles. It's yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because my friend John Masayoshi, yeah. uh, <laughs> he went to uh, Japan with uh, offline TV uh last year and there is a very uh <laughs> famously seen clip where yeah, i think I he's know. biking along the river in kyoto mm-hmm. and he just eats eat shit. shit i remember so, like, yeah. yeah i'm sorry john like we Insert are all clip. laughing in your like like oh god i'm sorry man but that's such a like it's just like and he just like fucking eats it so yeah, but yeah um no, Let but I uh, I've actually never been to Nara before, but it's really close like to like Kyoto and Osaka area. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, the deer they bow as well. Oh, really? Yes, they That's so cool, yeah. man. Yeah. It's it was wild. It was weird cuz like I've I've been to places where it's like petting zoos and whatever, but it's like no, nah, nobody's looking. They're just walking around and That's yeah. crazy. I'm like imagine if it were a different animal that was terrifying. Well, I went to a <laughs> monkey <laughs> sanctuary in Kyoto. And like, yeah. you had to, okay, first yeah. of all. Oh my, that walk, That dude, shit was such a bait. That was, nah, that was you not a fun walk. You to enter. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to go see, wait, there is a, like a, almost a three quarter of a mile yes. uphill walk. It is oh, uphill. Oh, I think I did that yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. But then as soon as you like get up there, like, monkeys yes. everywhere. Arashiyama. Yeah. It's the, so beautiful. I love it there. Yeah. It was really cool experience. But then I did see like a really sad thing where like an adult monkey definitely bullied a smaller yes, monkey. Yes, the peanuts and the yeah, apples. Yeah, the peanuts and the apples because you could you could pay like uh, five hundred yen and they'll give you like a bag of apples and peanuts to like feed them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they, you could see like the animal like a hierarchy like in action yes. over oh, yeah. those goddamn peanuts, man. You know what Tyson and I did? We would we would bait like the older ones to go to Tyson, and then I'd sneakishly feed all the small ones. <laughs> Because it felt so bad. Like, you would go to feed a small one, yeah. and then the big one would shove the small monkey off, like, the ledge. Oh, yeah. Literally. Oh. I, like, and I'd be like, oh, my God. They're, I have videos. They're fierce, man. Yeah. Straight up. Like, I just saw one just, like, fucking, like, yes. elbow one out of yes. the way and just, like, took the fucking peanut. Like, yeah. All right, man. I don't want, like, I don't I don't want, want no smoke. I'm good. to start, but it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, Japan was really cool. I went to uh, Hakone and they had we nice. we booked a, a ryokan. I don't know how to say it. Ryokan. Ryokan. Yeah, nice. it was like it was like a traditional like sweet like tatami <sighs> sweet. Everything was fucking low though in there. Like yeah. I hit my head yeah. inside yeah. of there like probably like fifteen <laughs> fucking times, man. Because like I think the the entryway is like five eight tall or something like that. Yeah. It's really low. So like I kept like knocking my fucking head into it yep. but they had like we had a hot spring in our backyard like a private one yeah and it was just like it was so nice oh. so romantic highly recommended to anyone that wants to travel there and like it was like a two-hour shikansen ride away yeah. so like really nice really convenient also like another thing that i love about japan is just like every level of food is just really high quality whether it's like it convenience is. store sandwiches yeah. to like really nice restaurants like everything was incredible osaka man oh dude <sighs> 
Osaka is a home. Oh and it's God. like, but it's like the food is also, it's not like pricey. Oh, yeah. No, it like is so affordable. Yeah, it's so affordable. Very reasonably it's priced. It's incredible. Or like yeah. 7-Eleven even. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Don't even get me started. <laughs> you guys. I was like, a regular. Seriously, if you ever go to Japan, you got to step into like a 7-Eleven. And it, like, I know in your mind it's going to be tainted because of the ones in North yeah. America. But nah. these ones are like another level where it's really cool. They have these, I guess, not what is it? Not a factory. What is it? Factory? What are they called? They're like huge facilities of. I would just say factory. I, think I guess factory. yeah. Warehouse food. Warehouse plants. yeah, <laughs> food plant kind of. Yeah. Where it's dedicated to making all of the food fresh in the morning for Seven mm-hmm. Eleven, and then they distribute it throughout Japan. But all of like the onigiri is super fresh. Oh, the onigiri. The onigiri is so good. The katsu sandos. Yeah, oh. the sandwiches, everything. You got like, shaolong the bao there. Oh Yo. my god. Everything. Oh, dude, yes. I, I the actually got there. Curry bread. The yes. curry bread is so Kanepon, good too. Tyson had that every day, by the way, and it's <laughs> oh only like a dollar. God. But also like compared to like us where we have like pizza or whatever that's there, like they have meal kits. Yes. Yeah. Like and all different boxes. things. Like, like you want to make your own ramen. Stuff. Like, and it's good. It's like yeah. restaurant level stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just also like, if you just like want something quick and cheap and warm and comforting, they just have all, this huge selection of ramen. And then you just like buy one, fill it up with the hot water yeah. that they provide, eat it right there at the counter. And it Boom. depends on the seasons as well, but they have certain foods. My favorite is like during the fall time, they have something called oden, which mm-hmm. is like this kind of, it's a soup with different things inside of it. So it's like... They have konyaku, which is like, I think they pronounce it konyak, like those little... Oh, konyak jelly? Yeah, yeah or konyak like the, jelly. I think it's like uh, derived from like some kind of like root or like yeah. something uh, like that. So they have those, they have like um, eggs and you buy every like item or like fish cakes and stuff separately, but mm-hmm. then they give you like the broth and you can bring it home and it's like a whole meal, like for like so cheap. Mm-hmm. Like everything is so affordable. Like I would, <laughs> no lie. If I like live in Japan, like right now, I would never cook. It's true. Because it is so cheap to just go to a 7 Eleven. Yeah. Uh, And then the fact, too, I mean, we just keep talking about food, but like vending machines around like every corner. So, like, oh, you're thirsty? Oh, I don't have to go drive over there. Oh, there's a vending machine. Do I want a little snack? Vending machine right over there. It's the best. Also, I don't know how it is in like other countries outside of like America and Japan, but like, um, like if you're not used to using coins, like you should. I think you should buy a coin purse. I think one of the biggest like purchases that I had in Japan that in terms of like just utility mm-hmm. was buying a fucking uh, a coin purse to carry all the coins because they don't have a co- uh, they don't have bills for under a thousand yen. I think they have a five dollar coin. You're right. right. Yeah. Sorry, they don't yeah. have like paper bills under a thousand yen. So like yeah. ap- under that, it's like all yep. coins. Yes. So you're yeah. using coins all the time. So like 100%. I bought this little Monster Hunter Rathalos coin purse. I definitely yeah. probably look like. A child every time i pulled it out but you know fuck it i don't give a fuck that shit was dope that's the one thing that i always found really interesting too is that they're still so like they still use so much cash even though they could totally go cashless mm-hmm. but i think it's also not necessarily to just cater to like the older generation but just because there are certain things that are done so traditionally still in japan yeah. they keep cash because like yeah. Yeah, like if you go to kyoto for instance and you go to like a mom and pop they're not going to have, like, the digital, like... <laughs> you guys take Apple Pay. Yeah. yeah, you know? <laughs> well, to be fair, I actually was able to use my card for, like, 80% of the trip. Yeah, I yeah. think only, like, in certain parts of Kyoto and, like, mm-hmm. Hakone, I was I had to switch to, like, cash. But, like, generally speaking, like, yeah, everything was, like, pretty straightforward in terms of just paying. 
So yeah, or even nice. when you get the oh, or I would recommend like getting a subway card, mm -hmm. and you can get those loaded on, and you can actually use it at the vending machines too in Tokyo and stuff. So yeah, those are really really cool. Yeah, God, I love Japan. Yeah, Japan's amazing. I don't know. There's like things there that are still relevant that have like fallen out of relevance in America, like Tower Records. Like they still Japan, they like Japanese people. They still buy CDs. Like yeah. I feel like America doesn't really do that anymore, right? Not really. I feel like all we no. do is like stream music off yeah. of our favorite like music streaming software or whatever. Yeah. Like collecting CDs is like not as popular, but like Tower Record, like dude, people fucking love music CDs over there. It's crazy. Like we went yeah. to. Uh, uh, Tower Records in Tokyo. I think it's like the really famous one and it's like eight floors or some shit. <laughs> they're huge. Yeah, they're crazy huge and yeah. it was like super nice. They had all these like they had like everything, every different genre. They had vinyl records. They had a section dedicated to anime and video game music, things like that. Um, there was there was even like a section that kind of had like some sus stuff going on and <laughs> really, I didn't really check it out too much but <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really cool to see. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was really incredible trip i don't know i just i could talk about japan all fucking day it was, yeah. it was amazing i really hope that anyone that's listening gets to have like the opportunity to be able to go to japan at least once in their lifetime i think you would all enjoy it a lot yeah okay i have a weird question to ask you guys when you're traveling in another country mm -hmm. and you see mm -hmm. other foreigners like other americans mm -hmm. also traveling do i tip my hat no. Do you, like, hate them automatically? I, like, kind of, like, why are you also here? Only I am allowed to be here. You're ruining this for me. You are fucking destroying my immersion in this country. Oh, my man. God, that's depends. hilarious. It depends on, like, how they're acting. But I guess you're going off of, like, just the initial you see them. Yeah. And you're, like. Just a mm. gut reaction. Like, There is a little bit of me that I'm just kind of, like, in the middle of, like. I'm not like positive. I'm not negative. And then it just depends on what they do next. Cause there was definitely some people that were like being stupid. So like, cause I think what in Tokyo, like it's, it's, it's basically, uh, you can kind of drink anywhere, right? Yeah. It's, it's, kind of, but like the way that you do it needs to be kind of in a respectful way. Yes. So like there was like foreigners, uh, or like Americans that were there and they were just being like boisterous drinking because it's just like, oh, we can drink out. Like, this isn't Vegas, y'all. No. You yeah. can't be acting like that. That's when I was like, you know, fuck them. Yeah. Oh, dude, I went to a really nice sushi restaurant that uh, Anita booked for, for us and uh, at the under, other end of the sushi bar was another like, like I think like a, it was like a Chinese American man or something because I, I heard him speaking English and Mandarin. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, when it came to receiving, first of all, he was like really fucking loud for some reason, like super loud. I'm really loud as a person, as you guys all know, but like, you know, yeah. like time and place, mm -hmm. keep it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but he was like super fucking loud and I was just like, okay, whatever. Like I'll just ignore him. Uh, when it came to his bill arriving, he was like, I'm not paying for this shit wine. Why would you charge me for this shit uh, wine? Like, it's inexcusable that you'd expect me to pay for your shitty wine. Oh my And I'm God. just like, bro, what, dude, what are you mm -hmm. doing? Like, what mm -hmm. are you doing? Like, I, okay, fine. Like, you can not like the wine or whatever thing that they gave you, yeah. but like there is a way to say literally yeah. anything to get what you want. That is not the way you're doing it right now. No. Like if you just say like, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't really enjoy the wine. Do you mind taking it off the bill? My fucking social anxiety ass would never. I, if I didn't like the wine, I would still just fucking pay Same. for it and not complain. <laughs> but like if you really need to needed to like make, let it be known that you didn't enjoy a particular aspect of your meal, like you could just 
you could tell them politely yeah. so like in that moment i was just like fucking fuming i was so pissed but uh yeah i don't know it was for me like it's weird i think we've talked about this before as well but when you're mixed you don't mm -hmm. feel like you're full identity right. is with one culture or another yeah because like i can't say i'm full i can't say i'm white like i, I would not pass as like a fully right. white person i also do not pass as a fully japanese person i'm like very tall i stick out like a sore thumb i still look like overall japanese other than like my eyelash extensions because that's not really a trend over there mm -hmm. um so i do get treated differently sometimes until i start speaking japanese and then they're like oh yeah. you are japanese so I don't know, like when I see other foreigners and stuff, I would say for the most part, everyone's been like pretty respectful. Mm -hmm. um, so it hasn't been that bad, but I know there isn't a great rep, <laughs> like knowing Japanese people and what they think of foreigners sometimes. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I know that you spoke about how like you and Tyson had a really bad experience where like you guys were rejected from a restaurant yes. because you guys were speaking English. Like, yeah. I, I, I really? Was, yeah. Yeah. I, so it was in Kyoto and like I've never had any like racist slash like discriminatory encounters in Japan mm -hmm. before. But also it's because I'm always with my mother and I always speak Japanese to her. Right. So like they know. But with Tyson, he can't, he's not fluent. Like, I'll speak a little bit of Japanese to him. So, I'll speak English with him for the whole time to make sure that he's comfortable and stuff, right? And then I'll switch over to, like, switch over to, like, speaking Japanese when necessary. But I had an encounter where they, like, we walked in and I was speaking to him in English. And then just as I went to, like, ask if they had any, like, more seatings, he, t he looks at us and he's just like, no. Like, doesn't even speak to me in Japanese. Just like, no, and like, go. And the thing is, is that there were empty seats. There were other people there. And like, I I checked after there, were, it was like no reservation required, nothing. But it was like the most nasty, like, encounter. And it was crazy to me because like, before I looked at Japan as like, to me, very perfect, right? Right. Until it kind of like, I, I really looked at it. Cause like yeah. my father, who's fully white, has encountered some of these things before and, you know, I never really understood until I experienced it. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, you told me about that experience. So, like, uh, me and Anita going into it, I was, like, saying, like, there, is, there will probably be situations that rise up where we will not be receiving service because we're, like, foreigners that speak English and stuff. But generally speaking, like, I guess I, I don't know. I was just, like, very lucky in my situation. The only time I ever seemed to experience, like, any annoyance from, like, anyone that was helping us was when our taxi drivers had to... Uh, take us with our giant fucking checked bags into their tiny little taxi car and i think that sometimes they try to be like uh can you like they try to convey somehow like can you take two taxis like i don't know if we can fit all this shit so like that was the only time i ever felt like they kind of were they felt hesitant to help us but that was only i feel like that was more of because of the circumstance as opposed to like us being foreigners so like uh, I guess it is. It really is like a your mileage may vary kind of situation, and I, yeah. I think I feel like probably in like uh, less popular cities, you'll it'll, you will probably experience a little more pushback. Is my assumption? Yeah, isn't a really like traditional area of uh, Kyoto that not a lot of foreigners were right kind of right. like there. Yeah, gotcha. And so it was really interesting to see, but 
the place that we ended up going to, they were so kind and mm. they spoke English to Tyson, made him feel really comfortable. And he was so happy because like that really put him off and it made me really sad, Yeah, you know, because it was his first time in Japan. And like uh, for me, it was like really important that he had like a really great experience. And we did for the most part, like uh, the owner of Crazy Raccoons, we got to meet him. They're, they're an organization, like yeah. an esports organization mm -hmm. in Japan. And they were incredible, the best people, the best hosts. They treated us with like so much kind and care and they took us out for dinner and stuff in Tokyo. And it was great. That's awesome. And I, yeah. yeah. I saw a crazy raccoon store in Tokyo yeah, that's and like it was store. closed, unfortunately. I was like, damn, that's like, that sucks. I was explaining to Anita like, oh, like this is like an esports team. Yeah. They were like, I think they had a lot of people. They're like an underdog and a lot of people were rooting for them because they had like a lot of really fun personalities on the team. Great. And then um, as we were walking by, like, I saw these three other Japanese people walk by and they, they just like posed in front of the door like of the crazy raccoons thing and they were just like, oh, and they were talking like, oh, esports. And then like, I think they're explaining to like a friend that doesn't follow crazy yeah. raccoons. I was like, that whole interaction was like really cute. That's awesome. Oh, but that does remind me of a really, <laughs> okay. It reminds me of like something that happened on the first night in Tokyo. Okay. Um, I was wearing the, so 100 Thieves and Apex Legends had like a crossover like hoodie. Like yes, thing. I remember. So I wore that on my first night, and I was wait, like, Apex or Halo? Apex Legends. It was, it was very. It was pretty recent. Oh, if it's the recent one, then yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I never got that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It was like a super limited edition. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was wearing that, and I was explaining to Anita like, oh, you know, like Apex is super popular in Japan, mega popular in Japan. Yes. Like, so I wonder if anyone like recognized my hoodie and like maybe like like start a conversation over it. And then Anita was like, yeah, no one's going to do that in Japan. No one, no one in Japan just like strikes up conversations with strangers. And we're waiting at a crossing and some guy behind me is like, oh, this dude's wearing an Apex Legends hoodie. I fucking hate that game. <laughs> in English, in perfect English. And I'm just like... So Anita was like kind of leans into me. He's like, is he talking about you? I was like, yeah, no, for sure he is. And then like without like, so we just said under our breath so he couldn't hear. But like they started, they, he, this dude just starts railing on Apex and he says what? he's more of like a Fortnite player. Yeah. I just thought it was really oh, fucking funny because like I think he just assumed that like I'm just like a Japanese citizen yeah, that probably. doesn't understand what he's saying. Because he's like right behind me saying this shit hella loud like <laughs> into my ear. So I'm like, all right, well, I definitely don't want to talk to this guy about Apex. Oh so my God. I thought that was, I thought that was fucking funny because like we, me and Anita literally had that conversation yeah. maybe like five, ten minutes prior to that. It was, it was funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. And oh, God. Sorry. So many different like no, just no, fun no. things. No, no, no. I want to hear this. I love like, this. I ran into a Japanese fan of mine. Oh, like, really? He, like, yeah. Like he walked up to me and he's just like, I th he thinks like, oh, Peter Parker desu ka? Like something like yeah, that. Like Peter super, Parker. like super polite, yeah. super like, so like, uh, like quiet. Um, and uh, he was like, uh, he, uh, he basically asked to take a photo with me. Like, yeah. I don't know how he said, but like he said in Japanese and we took a photo together and then, uh, yeah, that was like a super cute experience, but like, it made me wonder like, oh, this guy doesn't speak English probably. Um, I wonder how he became a fan of mine. Like how he like found out about me <laughs> or anything because like, yeah. I don't know, uh, like, is there like some like fan group that like does like translations, like dub or like subtitles for like American streams? Like I think uh, like that would be really cool. If that's the thing. But like I was just really curious how how that would even come to be. Huh. Cause, I wonder. Because I found out that I was talking to Hassan and Hassan said that there is a YouTube channel that translates all his streams into Turkish. Whoa! Yeah, and they just do that like as their as their YouTube thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's like actually really cool. You know, so I just never thought that there would be that like that 
culture or like that YouTube like niche, I suppose. So yeah, I guess it really depends. Well, because like Shroud, for instance, they do Chinese. Tyson's, oh, really? Tyson's getting like someone to do Chinese for him because it's like really big over there, just like games and stuff. I don't know. Probably. They probably like certain clips or something or they see that. It would trip me out if I like went to YouTube and I saw like a Kaide VOD and it was like dubbed in Mandarin or something, you know, <laughs> like so they like hired someone to speak Mandarin over Kaide. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that if there is a content creator that's popular enough, they would totally do that, you know, kind of like how like, <laughs> no you know, way. anime and shit gets dubbed yeah. and stuff like I could see it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Any travel plans soon? Uh, yes, Brazil. Okay. Yeah, going for Tyson's tournament. I'm excited. Have you ever been? No, I've actually never been. Sao Paulo. Wow. Yeah. I'll have to look at, like, what to do over mm -hmm. there. But I have, uh, like, viewers from Brazil, and they're all super, super nice. And I have, like, really, like, fond memories of people from Brazil um, that were exchange students that were at my school in Canada. And they're all so lively and, like... Yeah, beautiful heard, people you I know Brazilian, like brazil like the people are just like lovely yes. super friendly like just they just like love to have a good time dance party yeah. fun you know <laughs> okay what was it again never mind i can't no say it i want no i'll talk about it after <laughs> yeah, I god damn it say it on the podcast i hate i hate doing that but no I, 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 I totally get it this person probably wouldn't want it to be that's I, fair wait yeah. can you just be like oh anonymous person a Anonymous person A was telling me how they went to a club in LA and they were like, the cult party culture here is absolute dog shit. And how they didn't even see one person like making out. And they were like, that is so weird to me because in Brazil, it's just so open and free and there's so much love and stuff. That, yeah, that is true. Like, that they said it was really awkward and just weird and I don't know. Yeah, when people... <laughs> when people club in LA or like my, my experience with clubbing in LA yeah people don't generally like do that shit at the club itself unless they're really fucking drunk so yeah people will just like chat each other up and shit in clubs yeah. but like no no touchy essentially yeah. so yeah I can see how like if you're from Brazil and you go to an LA club you'd be really fucking disappointed I heard about like the clubs in Berlin do your own research you guys but what does that mean <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about it I'm sure you can like they literally have sex in clubs oh my god they have <laughs> sex in clubs but that's crazy to me like i would i would never have expected i was going to go when i was in berlin not to one of those type of clubs mm -hmm. but to go mm -hmm. clubbing <laughs> no yeah for sure <laughs> to go uh -huh. clubbing in general you gonna go to yeah yeah uh-huh and because i always thought like party culture in s different countries are just like really interesting you know mm -hmm. like when i went clubbing in tokyo it was great like we didn't even go on a weekend and it was still popping and it was yeah. super super fun and yeah. i loved it and i felt very safe and yeah we were just buying shots for everyone God. <laughs> it was great i so. wish i like traveled more when i was younger so i could like experience that partying in another country vibe more but like i just can't hang anymore man <laughs> i literally can't hang you know what how you i spent my you know how i spent my new year's eve Oh. I was in a hotel room. Anita got food poisoning. Oh. So she's just oh, no. like stuck in the toilet. Uh, so I'm just with her. I'm hungry. I order gyudon, like a beef bowl yeah. from like a local place. And um, when I when it arrives, I look at the time. It's 12.03. It's three minutes past midnight. It's already New Year's. My girlfriend is just like suffering the toilet and I'm eating oh, my beef bowl. No. I'm like... 
Happy New Year. <laughs> like, it was like the most like not a fucking celebration ever. Really? Tyson and I just slept through it. Yeah. Our sleep schedules are so fucked. We woke up at like four in the morning and we look at our phone and I'm like, oh, Happy New Year, Tyson. <laughs> Yeah. Normally Dang. we do the countdown or like, yeah. at least like in Canada when I was like with my family, it would be like a big thing where we'd do like a New Year's Eve party or like you'd have a charcuterie board, watch the countdown, woo, whatever, go home, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's just, I don't really give a fuck. Dang, we all had the same ones. Yeah. Uh, Willow took a, uh, my daughter took a giant shit nice. at midnight. <laughs> Dope. On my hand. Great way. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> While I was changing her. Yeah. And because we were just whispering, we were going like three, two, and then. You see, that's, you shouldn't have done the countdown. She probably was like, oh, fuck. Oh, right yeah. Now? Okay. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Run it. Yeah, I Run never it. thought about it that way. I could do this shit live. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like New Year's celebrations are just like, I don't know. I don't yeah, have the energy for them anymore. I'm kind of over it. No, you know, I've a lot of things. Yeah, and I've been to um, I've been in New York during it, and I like literally with my girlfriend one year we were like walking home from I guess a party. It was like a a friend's party, and so we saw like all the Times Square people. Yeah. It's not worth it. it I heard it, it, it was miserable not. It's, out it there. Cold. Everybody is just like yeah, side no. to side. The ball drops, and then it's like. I mean, I feel worse for the people who have to clean up afterwards. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. The amount like... of confetti and... That's why the Ninja New Year clip is, like, still one of my favorite clips of all time. <laughs> this, movement. this man is just trying to make, like, a crowd of fucking cold and miserable people yeah. who, who probably don't know who he is because they don't know what, like, Fortnite and, like, yep. Twitch are to, like, fucking do the flossing dance or some shit. Oh, God. That it's one's actually instant crazy classic. to think, though, like, how big he was back then. With yeah. everything like mainstream that he did, it's kind of like mind blowing now thinking about it, like that a gamer, like was doing that. Yeah, I like, mean, his like, team did a great job. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. He definitely rode his success. Good. Like he capitalized off his success very well. Like I want, I want to personally have like this big fucking blow up moment, and then I play like games with Post Malone, and then just fucking mm-hmm. retire off that shit, play whatever the fuck I want later, yeah. not giving a fuck about the viewership after that. That mm-hmm. would be, dude, that would be sick. That'd be dope. Well, now that I think about that, Timmy literally played with Post Malone like not that long ago. He's living, <laughs> he's living my life, the life I want. That piece of shit. Oh my god, he's been on like the Tarkov grind though. Have you noticed that? Dude, that I, game, I couldn't. I have nah. no patience for that type of shit. That I game, like the idea of it, and I think they tried to do something with Call of Duty. They have like a mode. I forget what it's called. They've um, tried to do it a couple times. DMZ games. But yeah. um, I like the idea of like an extraction and like, but it's too hardcore for me. Yeah. yeah. A little too hardcore. I, w- I think if a game was like, actually, I haven't tried the Call of Duty one. So maybe that'd be, I would, I would like a more arcadey version. of. That's what I'm saying. It is like that in Call of Duty, but it's almost like too arcadey. Cause I, I would like the idea of like your progress carries on to another run or something. Cause that's like the whole thing. With with Warzone's DMZ, every single time you play, it's just like there's no like progress or whatever. You don't keep the stuff that you moved on. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, see, I would like that. In that. I mean, I could be completely wrong unless they updated. But when I first played it, no. but I mean, it's for me, it's already hard. Like I have to start playing more turn based games now, anyways, because having the baby at any moment, like having to run i can't play competitive games really i got it uh, yeah. yeah like i was in the middle of an overwatch competitive game the other day oh, you and i fool. had to leave in the middle of it and then i was banned for like you know 10 minutes but it yeah. sucks 
yeah, being a, a father, a gaming father, that must be that must present a lot of new challenges in terms of like what you can and can't what you can and can't play, I guess. Just playing a lot of auto battlers. Oh no. <laughs> what oh, which one's your grind? TFT? Uh, super auto pets. Oh my god, I've never played. I'm all about I mean, I have it on the phone, I yeah. have it on my computer. I probably have like a thousand hours. Oh Holy shit. I just started playing it even like the beginning of last year, a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit later. And it's just like I just pick up and play. That's and, and whatever. Because it's like it doesn't matter. Like the game continues because you're not playing in real time with people. Right. Oh. Okay. But because like you could end like on round four and I'll be like, I'll be back another day. Cause it's just p- matching you with people on the same uh turn as you. Oh, oh that's really cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I so guess that's, in TFT, wait, that's a really cool way of doing it. I didn't know that's how that works. Yeah, they have two ways. So they like have the arena mode, which is it matches you with people, and you can pick different packs and the animals do like different things. Or you can do a versus mode where it's like you in a room with like 10 people. And then, like, you gradually knock people out. It's basically like a battle royale, cool. which is timed. So right. that one is going to be, like, timed. But... That's cool. I like that. I, yeah. I've i also kind of been getting into auto battlers. I tried mm-hmm. to play TFT, but realized I'm too fucking stupid to play that game. Yeah. Like, it's just too <laughs> much for me. Don't say that. TFT is fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is. I played it, like, I played it, like, okay, uh, a year or two ago, and then I just couldn't catch up. Like, when yeah. it first came out, I played it and I was like, okay. And then it got to the point where I was like, I, I don't know these synergies and yeah. I, I don't want to know, learn. And It's it's tough. I don't know. The auto battler that I've been enjoying a lot lately is actually Hearthstone Battlegrounds. So like it doesn't. Wait, they pl- have one? For yeah, they have an auto battler. Really? Battlegrounds. And it's it's really fun. I like check it. Check that out. Yeah, I think you would like that game because uh, there is. Th- okay, so my main complaint with that game is sometimes I feel like they give you too much time to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Like literally, it'll, they'll give you like two to three minutes sometimes to oh, like fuck. do to complete a turn. So I will sometimes forget I'm in a game. Like I will tab out or play something else and then go back and realize I'm on turn nine. I haven't made a decision in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. And like I just basically lose. <laughs> so, but that game's been really fun. Like it's, I think it's more straightforward and easy to like catch on than like TFT. But like, you know, your mileage may vary depending on what you yeah. what you like about it. But like, yeah, my friend Myung Katamina, she got me into it. I know her and Ray are addicted to that game. They're hella addicted. They're fucking addicted to that game. Like we were uh, at a Christmas party that they invited me to over at their place yeah. and then ray and me and we're just like sitting on the couch just like swiping right. away on their phones silently and anita's like anita's like well, mm. are, what are they doing right now it's like they're playing hearthstone battlegrounds and she was like saying oh so it's not just you that does that and oh I'm like, my god yeah is this just like a a, a, a sp- i mean obviously it's a spinoff because i'm looking at footage right now but like is it like within hearthstone it's within like, hearthstone like it's a different mode it's a different mode okay so you gotcha, don't make gotcha. your own deck to bring into bring into it oh my god mm-hmm. my voice just fucking cracked anyway um you're gonna edit that out right logan <laughs> you fucking no. bitch all right just kidding i love you um yeah it's a drafting thing so they'll present yeah. you like certain care like units to like buy you, you have can, like skip some amount of gold sell or, yeah yeah Stuff like that. It's all so, pretty much the it's same. It's cool. I like it, though. Um, I think their kind of spin on it is that you choose a hero at the beginning that mm. has, like, different abilities and hero powers or whatever. Oh, that's cool. That's so, nice like, it'll, it'll vary up the gameplay every time you play it. So, like, I highly recommend it if you, like, yeah. like auto battlers to at least try it. It's nice. I'll try it out. I'm, I'm, I, it looks good. 
yeah so it's fun i've been having fun with that it has its own like you know it's on mobile because it's hearthstone too so right right i've been enjoying it when did it like first come out come out i have no fucking idea a young introduced it to me like two months ago and like uh yeah i i've just been playing it on and off ever since and it's been nice it's nice to have a kind of like a a casual game that's st- a casual game that's like still s- competitive i need you know? that so bad yeah i've as much as i love valorant which is like if any of you guys are new listeners i am a i would say not even a variety streamer just a valorant streamer yeah i'm addicted to valorant right now as well and i i love the game don't get me wrong and i feel like the meta shifts and changes every like you know every new agent slash whatever like yeah they change a lot of things up but i feel like because i play it over eight hours a day it's it gets a little tiring sometimes I just had a thrower recently that Q sniped into my game from Europe and I decided to just like leave the game, like exit out of it so they could remake because I didn't even like play the pistol round Mm -hmm. and they voted no. So basically what it does is it forces like the whole team to like play through the whole game 4v5. So my duo who is still in the game messaged me and they were like, they didn't vote no like for the remake so i came back into it and we were losing really bad like they were knife running out into the site and it was just like it's so demotivating getting people like that when you want to get better at the game yeah just for you to like completely be stagnant on your grind yeah and so we just had to ff and they voted yes on the ff obviously and their name was free tate Ah, oh, brother. Um, yeah, great. I mean, it just um, kind of speaks on like the type of person that they are. So, like, yeah. if anything, I just like feel bad for them. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you're just a pathetic human being. Hopefully, life turns up. Do you? Because I just don't no. even think about them. I hate people <laughs> like that. I literally said, oh, wait, I, I mean, feel like, bad after, for them. After that moment ends, like, I, I don't think about them anymore. Yeah. But in oh, that yeah, moment, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, in oh, it's moment. like so sad that this is like what you consider a good use of your free time. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but it sucks because like. You know, people will be like, how are you still stuck in this rank for the amount of time you play this game? Mm -hmm. And it's like, as much as, you know, like there are certain games where I'll take the blame. Like I'll I'll play like shit, you know? Right. But a lot of the times it's like stream sniping and people are like, why don't you hide your queue? Mute. You know, delay stream, hide everything. I do. Why don't you just end stream? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you live right now? I literally do everything. (laughs) I mute my queue. I will wait a few minutes. I will hide the queue screen and how I had like I got a queue screen made because of how bad the issue is. I put delay on, you know, like literally everything under the sun. And these people still find a way. Yeah. And it is it's really like disheartening. Like I get it's a game at the end of the day and I'm streaming it to like thousands of people and it's bound to happen but yeah like what can you do like there's only so much you could actually fucking do yeah that's why i've been installing duelists and it's been so fun like i'll shit on these people like before i was playing bitch ass smokes first off (laughs) where if someone if like a stream sniper kills you or like they try to do something funky like you can't there's not much utility that you can use to help yourself mm-hmm. oh my as god much. i smoke myself off like you know what i mean like i would play <laughs> omen yes you have a blind and you have tps but like in reality it's not gonna help a lot if someone's stacking a site me i've been on reina recently i've been shitting on people and it's been so fun blind in kill someone heal off of them or dismiss out and it is it's Can't been relate. great i've like found a new love for the game because mm-hmm. i've been playing duelist recently and that's nice. my little two cent on recent streaming stuff 
<laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, over here, like I, I find this act to be the fucking hardest act I've ever played in my life. Like I was, I was ascendant to peak at one point, which like I don't think is like amazing, but like it's, it's like it's, really it's, pretty, it's pretty decent. It's decent. Uh, and then like uh, I got placed plat three for this act because they did like a harder reset on the ranks. Yeah. And I demoted to plat two. I'm just getting shit on. You know what you should do? You should wait a little bit if you actually like want to grind because right now is the like the period that people are like grinding like crazy because of the whole act reset. Even though you might be plat, you're still playing against people that were in ascendant, etc. I understand what you're saying, but what I just heard right now is like, you know, the solution to your problem is Peter, stop playing the game. Stop, <laughs> stop it. Get some help. No, but I, I get it though. But like, I still am enjoying the game. Yeah. And I feel like every time I lose to players that are better than me, I am like learning and like yes. in a way improving. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's one of the, it's the first time where like I genuinely feel like there's no like shadiness behind it. It really like there's the on and off game where like clearly that they have extra intel on you. <laughs> but like no, like generally they was like oh they play that really well. That was like good usage of util. Yes. That was a good execute. Like they just they they basically just uh, fucked me up. Like I couldn't really do much about yeah. it. And like it's like I can't even be mad. I, I could be mad at myself for not being able to play it better. But like overall, it's like it just has been like oh wow they're just shitty on me because they're better. Yeah, I love that. For me, I'd rather lose to someone who is significantly better than me than against people that are really bad but somehow win. Like that would frustrate me more. Yeah, I like, like even. Okay, it just okay. I get tilted when like there's like the thirty six and and two jet, and then they're fucking four and fifteen sage is like GG easy easiest <laughs> oh, RR of my that life. That always happens, and I'm yeah. just like I'm like it's always the bottom fragments that talk the most shit. Though. I know. It is. I'm yeah. just like shit. <laughs> GG dude. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't even want to say it. I'm like GG. I sometimes don't even say GG, like, because eh, sometimes it, there was a whole discussion of like, oh, we might ban people who say GG because it's antagonistic. What? What? Yeah, no shot. I, was, uh, I think for Overwatch. Because, <laughs> yeah, GG easy would like either get like, like as if it was a curse word or it would like. Oh, they, yeah, they did the thing where they automatically said a different message. Yeah. I, but is it just. Even just for GG, I well, think it I was GG easy. Okay, like GG easy, like before. easy. I think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it is GG that. easy. I, I know that GG is still fine. I was gonna be like <laughs> shocked if they like banned GG. That would no, be crazy. no, no, no. Because yeah. then the other thing that they say, like especially in there, like whenever they say diff, like uh, oh yeah, yeah, like uh, attacker diff <laughs> or like tank diff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you didn't do anything. Yeah, bro. What like. I just, yeah, I mean, I'm very, I'm a very petty person and yeah. like we lost a game recently Ugh. where I was brimstone and they had a brimstone and the brimstone in all chat, not even the, the team MVP just says GG smoke diff, right? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. I look at our fucking match history thing and you know how you see like your record against other players. I went seven and two against the guy. I'm just like, it's fine. You could have your win. It's fine, dude. <laughs> All I know is I fucking shit on you. That's fine, dude. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Like, well, one time <laughs> I get like I don't really like type a lot like mm -hmm. in chat. I keep most of the time I keep them muted. There are certain times where I'll just like keep it on for fun or whatever. Um, but I remember this one time I was like basically just like one v oneing this one duelist, right? And I would I like shot on them a few times, and I was like, okay, peek me, like. I was like, peek me A alone, right? And then they, they double peek, and then I get killed, and, I, and then I typed whore in all chat, and then I got banned for the whole game. That's crazy. <laughs> and then I remember some randos coming into my chat being like, is Kaede normally this toxic? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, literally yes. No, for sure. 
I do love like the random games where you like build camaraderie against the enemy team. For yes, some it's so fun though. Like I'll, it's, it's so like fun. me and this other guy keep like killing each other. Yeah, and then like we'll be like, nice shot. That was a good one. Good, mm-hmm. Like. Good round for you. I like that. And like, you know, it's like, it almost feels like you have your monocle and top hat on. It's like, oh, mm, never mind. Yes. You mean like that? No, fuck no. Oh. Really? No, I see. I'm in the same boat. Really? So they'll, they'll shit on me and I'll, they'll type sit. And then the next, the next oh, round. Oh, I wasn't I'll, talking about, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I, like, no, I love that. Like, for me, that feels me. For me, it's just like, when you're in a game and you notice that you and this other person like, kind of like trade constantly, yeah. you know? It's not like a one-sided thing. And then like, you just build like a, like a respect, like, you know, like, what we have going on, I respect it. It's what? like it's no. like we got a rivalry going on. I love that for it you. It feels like a gentlemanly duel a little yes, bit. Uh, and I love you, when sir. they like respect it where they never ask their teammates to like swing with them and shit. So it's just like you and them the entire mm-hmm. time. Uh, no. I love that shit. I love that it. That is no happens to me. It's like, is gonna show up with like three other members of the team to the duel. <laughs> no, 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 for me, it's like they'll tell you they'll like they'll shit on you and they'll go sit. Right. And I'll be like, the fuck? You're not telling me to sit. And then so I'll show on them and I'll go sit, bitch. And then next it'll be like another thing where they kill you. And then you go back and forth and it gets heated and heated and heated, right? And then you win the game and like everyone like talking shit to each other at the end, right? And then I ha- I got them in my game. <laughs> Oh, no. and they were and they were the most toxic person. But what's funny is they didn't realize that I was against them, and then they were on my team next. They they were just like constantly toxic. And what's weird is I actually had like I played against them slash had them on my team like three mm. days in a row, and they never recognized me once. Oh, so it was and, like, like I know they didn't recognize me. So it was, it was like really it was like they were stream sniping you, but not like oh, they just I happened to be in your game a lot. People I hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is like I recognize this person every time. Yeah. They had like this tendency to like continuously blame them dying on other people. Right. And As they people should. like that are like, oof, I don't know, not. It's interesting. Yeah. But. I mean, that's just kind of like Valorant ego. Everything, everything is everyone else's fault in a way. A that's lot why of the time. I play Valorant. I love it though. It's so I do, fun. I do. I haven't played it in a while, but yeah. this is the worst time for me to try. To get oh yeah, fair. Oh yeah. yeah, with the baby. Hey man, there's uh, there's quick play now. There's spike rush. That's yeah. true. There are a lot more yeah. uh, new modes. I keep seeing. I actually cool. think quick play is like really nice for like warming up because yeah. like it's that, the regular game mode, but it's just like five rounds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, super cool I dig and it. easy. And you could leave honestly, and it wouldn't really. It doesn't do anything for like your yeah. you know rank. Like, yeah. You won't lose anything. Yeah. 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 God, Valorant's so fun. I could talk about it for like hours. It's so bad. Yeah, I I do like that they're like, no matter what, if I'm not really feeling any games that are out, Mm -hmm. which is like pretty often, unfortunately, like I'll just be like, oh shit, I get to fall back to Valorant. I get to play Valorant. Valorant will always be like, at least like a baseline level of fun for me, you know? That's nice. I have to finish The Last of Us still though. I still have his PS5. He was kind enough to lend it to me so I could play the game. I had to use my girlfriend's PS5 to play a sponsor. I was just like, oh, because shit. I still have a hostage. Life. She's had a no. It's like a meme in my community. It's like, yeah, Kaida still has your PS5, right? I was like, yeah, she does. <laughs> she, she definitely does. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll finish it. I swear to God, I'll finish it. But what's really bad is like, recently, I've fallen into like this whole anxiety slash depression thing again. Um, I talk about it like pretty openly that I've had like. I don't want to call it mental issues. It's like, I would, I don't know. People, some people say like depression is just like, it likes things that you have, yeah. you have things that affect your mental Conflicts, health. Conflicts. Yeah. But recently it's been anxiety, which I never really had dealt with as often. Like I used to be able to watch like a horror movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'd feel like nothing from it. And I don't know really what it was. Like 
I'd still find enjoyment in watching it. Yeah. But my dad would be like, I, I, I can't. Like these like cause so much anxiety for me and like they're not like they're no fun to watch right and i recently just started watching jeffrey dahmer is that how you pronounce it oh yeah i mean if we're go ahead because i was gonna say that's a different type of horror yeah i I don't say like the traditional that one it's been causing hella anxiety for me and like what's weird is like i've watched other like pretty messed up horror movies before that are somewhat relative to like the things that he has done. So I don't know. It's, but are they, uh, were, uh, were those other ones like based on true stories or no? Uh, and maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe I it's a correlation of knowing that, that this person has actually done it. That's yeah. been really bad. Yeah. It's like the detachment from reality, makes sense. you know, like, cause I've watched two episodes already and I'm having a hard time and I don't know if I want to continue. You don't, I, I would, I would say you don't have to. I think a lot of people had that same experience. I think that absolutely makes sense of what you're talking about. The anxiety because yeah. like it was something that happened it was a real person like there's a difference when it's like a crazy like demented nun or you know uh, a, a doll that kills people yeah. named megan but i think that makes complete sense yeah, that that's, that's like more based on someone that actually did those horrible things yeah so like i totally get it and like i feel like i don't know maybe it's just like the media that's doing it on purpose but like i feel like the news has just been pumping like really depressing, terrible news of like horrible things that people are doing all the time. Yeah. I saw some metric about like how there have been more uh, mass shootings. Yeah, than are there days. over a hundred already? Something I don't know about like overall. That. I, think I it remember was like, like 30 or something. Yeah, it was like, it was oh. like 38 shootings in 24 days. Yeah. Oh, so crazy, something like that, oh. which is like, that is just fucking depressing. And then, um, yeah, like two of them, two of the mass shootings happened in like California, I think. Like one yeah. of them was like actually not that far from here. Yeah, it was actually uh, a uh, high or I forget which park, but I was actually because my dad, my stepmom and my grandma were in town for like two weeks out with the baby. And that night I really wanted to go. I don't know if you've ever been to Mama Lou's Dumpling House. No. Um, it's incredible, incredible food. And it's located on the block where the shooting happened. Wow. And we went there and then we didn't realize, oh yeah, you know, it's Lunar New Year. It's going to be a lot of traffic. So we went there and we luckily got parking and it was like 7 p.m. that same night. And then like we got back. The shooting was at 10. This is like literally the block block across from where it happened. That's fucking And then at midnight is when they started um, like breaking the news. And like it was, it's, it's really sad. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a very large, like, Asian community within, like, mm-hmm. SoCal. And, like, I mean, I know content creators that are, like, f- that are from here or, like, have family here. And, like, they were also planning on going back into that area to celebrate. It's just, like, just knowing, like, how many close calls there potentially could have been. And it was like, beautiful. It was beautiful there. They had, like, um, the whole parking lot was, like, this fair kind of thing. They had stands going across, like, the entire street with, like, we didn't get to stick around that much because we had to, the, to, to eat dinner. Um, cause it's like about 25 minutes away from me, but it's just so sad. Cause it was like, so, so beautiful. Yeah. How many people passed? I think 11. I think it was like 11. Oh. There was one that just happened. Just what? happened like two days after I think yeah. the shooting. It's like 11 dead, like 30 injured, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. And, and like, I think it was like mostly elderly people. I, I think that the shooting happened at like a, a dance studio where like, uh, elderly adults are like. It was like popular amongst elderly adults. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah it, it's just like fucking sad so the one that really messed me up was like that that one guy who live streamed his shooting on facebook and then said, yeah. like subscribe to beauty pie at the end yeah and, like i i remember like i shouldn't have watched it but i did and it like really messed me up like bad yeah i don't watch stuff like that anymore i remember live leak yeah i remember there was a period of time in like middle school and high school where like where the internet was a little more um i guess like a wild west you know yeah uh and yeah i saw like execution videos same and shit like that and i think that probably caused like a certain amount of trauma that I've like since repressed in a relationship. I should probably see a therapist to like kind of like talk it out about. But like, yeah, like we all need to go see therapists. Yeah. Even if you don't. Actually, I really want one. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. So like on Brooke's podcast, she talks a lot about like mental health and and her sessions will not like what happens in the sessions because obviously confidential. But um, everything that I hear, I'm like, you know what? I keep saying to myself, I don't need one, but like just go and try it. Yeah, I think. I, I, I just feel like even if you don't think you need one, like there's no, it, there's no way it hurts, right? You yeah. just go in for a session, and you're like, oh, this isn't for me, whatever. It's nice when it's like an unbiased opinion. Like I remember, like uh, in my senior year of high school, I was severely depressed. Like I, I went to the hospital and everything, right? And I remember getting like all of like the help after I was admitted. It was really like refreshing. I'm not saying that like I didn't have like a good like at home like life, but. You know, everyone's gonna have bias within your family yeah. that you talk to about certain things, or like if you, or if you try to be confrontational about a certain way that, you know, they would do something or the way that they would go about it. Like, right. some people get really attack mode, or they'll try to get really defensive, and it's just like an, an like an unhealthy way of like communicating sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when you talk to someone who's like very like uninvolved slash like detached objective. from the whole situation, and they can give you like really like good advice because maybe it's actually something that you're doing that's actually bad you know but you don't see it right or the person that you're talking to doesn't see it i feel like it's always good to get the help that you can i know that not everyone has like the resources too which Mm -hmm. makes me really really sad too because some some of them can be free but then others are really really expensive it just depends right i I know that my friend jody uh recently did like a, a stream uh to raise money for like f- to fundraise for uh rad i think rise above the disorder yeah and I, apparently amazing. they're a really good resource when it comes to like getting in touch with like a therapist and like yeah. i think if like you are um like not necessarily flushed with cash like they i think they sometimes have like assistance for things like that that's great so uh like you know highly i mean like highly recommend looking into like mental health services if you have the means to yeah uh if you're in like university off a lot of times they will have like uh mental health resources on campus for free that is like part of like what your tuition is paying for bro like if you guys are in college right now look into like the free shit that your university provides straight up sometimes sometimes you like you will be surprised with like what they have but they will not advertise because yeah. they don't necessarily want to advertise yeah. it. You know what I mean? I guess you'd quote unquote lose money from it, but... But yeah, like I went to like University of California, San Diego and yeah. there was like a... Part, I forgot what... Dude, my memory's awful. But there was like a, a part of our university where like a lot of the arts are and stuff, but they had um, free vegan like Punjabi food every Tuesday. It's like all you had to do was bring your own Tupperware, 
and then they'll That's just give so you free cool. food and then you just eat that so like yeah if, like stuff like that like but the thing is like i only heard that through word of mouth you know so yeah. that was like really nice to have like if like you just wanted like a free lunch yeah and uh it was like no strings attached nothing so like stuff like that you'd be surprised by like what your campus just has available if you just like look into it a little bit i so. agree and i know that it can be really really daunting sometimes if you're like looking for help because like it can be discouraging because at the end of the day the first person that you might talk to you might not click with and I had this too, where I had to go through multiple rounds of finding like the person who was right for me. And it sucks. It's like a starting period all over again, where you talk about every single trauma that you had with that person. And then you just don't feel like they click. And then you have to do it to the next, like the next. And then every time that you go to talk to someone, it, you feel like you're closing yourself in more and more because you don't know if it's going to yeah. be like the right It's like person. a definitely a daunting process, but like I know it's a lot so of my friends it. who have like worked through like dozens of therapists, but like when they found eventually found the one that was the right fit, yeah. they're just like li- they said it was like life changing. It is. So, yeah, highly recommend yeah. it. But I know how hard it is. I mean, I feel like a lot of people think that going to a therapist like it means like you're admitting that there's something wrong with you, I guess. But I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think it's just like you know, you're just trying to like be your best self. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's healthy and it's good to take care of your mental health, you know, like, like for me right now, I'm going through like seasonal depression. Thankfully, it's getting a little bit better with like the weather and stuff. But man, like Mm. it's dark and it's rainy and, you know, like it, it just sucks. And at least with like my job with being inside all day, it's like not good either. And I feel like I need to get out more. Yeah. I was very lucky to miss like the, the stormy season. Like while I was out, like I, yeah. I was actually like checking the news while I was in Japan. I was like, oh, LA has experienced like record levels of fucking rainfall mm-hmm. and like shit is like flooding because our yeah. infrastructure is really bad and it was not prepared for like this amount of water. So like I was like, wait, really LA? What the fuck? So, yeah, it was crazy. It was yeah. like more than like I lived on Vancouver Island, like on the West Coast of Canada, and it rains all the time. Like mm-hmm. your winters, some t- like most of the time it's like snowy for a little bit for like a week and then it's rain for the rest and it just reminded me of like canada and like one reason why tyson and i also moved was because of the weather like it's just depressing as shit like constantly just pissing rain like dark and gloomy and you just don't want to do anything you just want to like be at home and like (laughs) yeah sit around all day very lucky to be living in like los angeles like amazing this weather is like generally overall like pretty incredible like i don't fuck with snow man like really i I don't i don't love snow i like the idea of snow but like driving in it walking in it just like that part of it i like you know if i'm in at the house and it's out there and i'm like oh nice and i don't have to drive anywhere around i just like for me diversity in weather that's fair no that's totally fair because like the climate here is like, or the weather here is like climate. It's like always generally, you know, not warm, raining or hot, warm, warm, hot, a little cool. Yeah. So I do like having some rain days. It is crazy though when like a bunch of it just comes down. For me, it's more of like it getting dark so early. It's yeah. the stuff that yeah. like really like fucks me up. And I'm just like, I don't feel like working today or yeah. I don't feel like here. Or like, God damn it, yeah. it's 4.30 and it's already dark. It's like... That is, that. Yeah, that is like kind of like a fucking downer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I don't know. Also, like my sleep schedule is just like really off. I'm waking up at two in the morning. <laughs> I've been up like, what time is it? Preach. Yeah, Jesus. I've been up for 10 hours already. Preach. Like, I would right now be streaming from like, I'd say three <laughs> in the morning until like, I don't know, like 
eight plus hours. It's but honestly, true. I kind of like it because then I'm like done <laughs> and then I just like, <laughs> It's kind of bad. I'm getting my notifications. I'm like, I just put the baby down. I'm going down. It's like yeah. 3 a.m. And then I go, boom. And I look and it's like, Kai Day went yeah. live. And I'm like, God damn it, Kai. Dude, Anita would fucking rip me apart if that was my sleep schedule. If I was waking up at 2 a.m. and going to bed at 5, she would just not ever be able to talk to me. She would fuck, she would fuck my shit up for sure. The thing is, is that Tyson and I are both like at our very busy points in life right now. Also, our two dogs are in Canada because we are going to be going to Brazil. Like mm -hmm. Tyson's mother was very kind she's she's such an angel she flew over to la for a little bit came and picked up the dogs and they flew back wow. so they're under their care five acre lot you know just Ooh. get to run around and wow. have like the time of their lives you know yeah, seriously and so it makes me really happy knowing that they're happy because tyson and i both recently downsized from a house to an apartment and it's it's sad because like i take them out for walks often and they have like an outdoor area but you know like when they're inside they can't just like run around right. and stuff it's not and the same yeah it makes me like sad so i'm really happy for them that they get like this holiday time with their grandma and grandpa <laughs> they come back from mom's it's like where's the five acre lot <laughs> what the fuck is this shit my dream is, is to like, work and to be able to buy a house like i have like this whole dream of having this beautiful like lot in malibu and mm. it's just like a beautiful like open area that they get to just run and have so much fun Make i don't your know dream a reality I, I i'm working dude i want like a cat cafe i want to own a cat cafe when so i retire sick. but like i don't have any customers it's just for me or cats yeah like there's, like there's like I, there's like baristas and shit that brew like lattes and stuff yeah. and there's just like cats everywhere yeah but you're not allowed to come in it this is for me <laughs> I say it's a business, but it's not. I'm losing so much money off this. Well, just, you know, dress your baristas up as cats until you get the cats in. Because technically, it's still a cat cafe. Is that what you're into? This was a good podcast. <laughs> um, this was a great episode. Great episode, man. Uh, I actually have, because uh, I know we talked about wanting to do this the first episode. Um, I have a review from iTunes. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, it's I a forgot five star iTunes though. existed. Oh, it's a five I'm, star. Yeah. Gonna be honest. Thank okay. you to the iTunes reviewer yes. though. Yes. Thank you, thank iTunes, you. Spotify. Much make love. sure to leave five stars. Really appreciate it. The more the the the, the better. Um. So this one comes from Vault Zero, yeah. and it's titled "Good Dynamics." I really appreciate that dynamic between the hosts, the guests, and the behind the camera viewpoints, especially. It's interesting to see the differences between the boomer and zoomer points of views. It's comedic to me to hear about the things that each person does and doesn't know about because of a generational because of generational differences or just the differences between American and Canadian cultures. Thanks for the fun content. That's you wrote so this sweet. review, didn't you? I, did I heard really. the especially behind the scenes part, and I was like, this motherfucker's gassing himself up on iTunes. I got proof right here, baby. Mm. And proof is in the pudding. To so all the Spotify and like, uh, iTunes listeners. Thank I'm you. glad. that Basically, that whole review was exactly what we were going for. So that's why I'm like suspicious of it. I'm like, wait a second. That was like I feel our like sometimes we're not Alex. fully like the boomer zoomer. Like all the time, sometimes we just talk that's freely about things. The cultural stuff, I yeah. like the, the uh, all the stuff about Japan that we talked about. Yeah. It's nice though. Yeah, we don't always is. have to be comparing two generations of someone yeah. who is very old. Sometimes we could both be the zoomer. But sometimes it's like, yeah, we could. Well, Why did you sound so fucking doubtful when you said that? <laughs> I'm just thinking because uh, uh, in sequential order, the next episode has JHB on. Yeah. So it's this is going to be a dynamic. 2v2. Oh, sure. You're right. Yeah. 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 We got to yeah. prepare. 
We do gotta prepare. I don't know, man. But JHP you know what's crazy? I've always thought that James as a person is a really old soul. That's and what I I'm say saying. this like really like unironically, like I just feel like he's an old soul is the word. Yeah. I yeah. feel like he's Benjamin Button. I don't know who he's, that is. You fucking asshole. <laughs> it's the guy who gets uh younger as he gets older, but he's still like he old ages inside. in reverse. He ages in reverse. Is That's, this like the concept of like a movie or this is, this... is a movie? Oh, okay. was it originally a book? then that makes sense. What was it originally a book? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, it was with Brad Pitt. You know who Brad Pitt is? Yeah, okay, stop it. Yes, yes. I know who Brad Pitt I'm is. Brad now, Pitt came out as a baby, but he was an old baby. Yeah, he looked like grandpa a fucking baby. grandpa when he came out. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then when he got really old, then he became he was, a baby again. He became a baby again, which is funny because babies and that's old actually people can about it. No, but that's what I'm same. saying, right? I remember talking to my dad about this before. Yeah. Where it's like you're a baby, and then you age, and then you basically turn back into a baby. Yeah. You become it's a boomerang. Yeah. Life is a boomerang, you. not a circle. I don't know what you're talking about. When I'm fucking old, I'm gonna be sharp as a whistle. Is that, really? is, that the, aren't that is that the expression? Sharp. I think it is, but it, it never made sense. Yeah, you know, you're right. Is it by like the actual thing or the noise the, that I it makes? I think it's probably the, the noise that it makes. It's a sharp noise. Yeah. I would never use that. Yeah, sharp as a thumbtack. I don't know. Sharp as a knife. I just, okay. So <laughs> what I hope for in the future is when I'm like 70 or 80, I'm still playing games with the same friends. We're just like Aww. doing like fucking raids and World of Warcraft 3, you know? <laughs> and like just having a fucking great time in our retirement home, you know? I love that. That is so sweet. I hope so. I'll probably be dead though. Um, <laughs> anyway. Okay. How it? old do oh, you guys want to live until? Because like I know some people are like, oh, to 100. I'm at like, least, fuck. At no. least 34. Okay, come on. I mean, like, realistically, like, Wait, I think what? 70 to 80. Wait like, a second. I feel like 80 is, like, um, I think it depends. Like, it's so hard to say right now because, yeah. like, I'm not at that point. Like, obviously, I would love to be, you know, pass away peacefully when yeah. it feels like the time. Um, maybe, like, 90. That's crazy. I think it's dependent on like what is going on in my life. If I'm able to function properly, like speak like well, you know, in a way that I'm understood. If I have like my brain intact, essentially, I would like to live a long time, you know. But like if I'm like deteriorating where like I need assistance to live, you know, especially from other people, Mm -hmm. I'd rather die. Yeah, my great grandmother (laughs) lived until she was 100, right? Wow. And I would go visit her in Japan like every year. And like it broke my heart because every time we would like go through photo albums or anything, she'd be like, this person's dead. This person's dead. She outlived her husband. She outlived her only son. Mm -hmm. And so like we were her only family and like it, it like broke my heart. Like for me, it's not necessarily just like the aging process, but also like the people that you lose along the way. Yeah, that's deep. You know, but it's true. I, yeah, like yeah. I, like for me, I never feared death or the concept of it. Like for me, it's like when it's your time, it's your time. But I think what would suck the most is like seeing everyone that you love die, and you just living alone. Yeah. I like for me that is probably one of like my biggest fears is that. Yeah, dying alone that would suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like being lonely as fuck, like losing like the love of your life and having to like live past it and like obviously like you can still live but it's so different yeah i agree like that kind of grief is like fucking unbearable i'm sure like my mom um had a son 
uh, that passed away when he was four because oh he had God. leukemia. And like this was before I was even born. So uh, just like the idea of being a parent that loses a child, like that just sounds like such a like unbearable world of grief that I can't even understand, you know, um, yeah. and I don't want to understand. So it's like, but the thing is, my mom is like still very strong, very proud lady and living each day to like her very best. So it's like, you know, yeah, I understand like there is like losing someone that is so beloved to you, you know, and like that impacting your own will to live. But like, yeah, I guess like the admirable thing about the human spirit is like you would just find reasons to live in a lot of cases. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, obviously. Like, mm -hmm. that's why I admire my mom so much. It's just like, damn, I can't even imagine what you must have been experiencing, you know, because like it wasn't even it was in some ways. I don't even know what's worse. Like his his death wasn't sudden. You know what I mean? It was like a deterioration of his health over time mm -hmm. until yeah. like he no longer was able to like, you know, live. So like I can't even imagine seeing like a loved one like wither away like that. And I would also hate to exist in this world in that state where I'm like withering away slowly, like deteriorating before your very eyes. I would m much rather just die like suddenly and like just like just be out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I don't know. Yeah. It's a fun topic. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, one way to end it. Yeah. Well, one way to end it, I guess. I was, I was trying to like find oh, a way to like let's liven the mood somehow. Yeah, find maybe, something to live for, baby. You maybe know? I shouldn't finish a topic about death by saying one way to end it. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> well, you know, I'll leave it to the editors to see how, how they want to handle that. Nah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But I mean, like, it is, it is something that we just, like, deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, yeah, like, obviously, like, the thing that I love to live by is ignorance is bliss. And mm. I've, I've applied it so much to life with just this job in general, right? Because, um, like, you could, oh, man, I, I remember just being depressed, but not only, like, because I was feeling so sad or like just mm -hmm. emptiness, but like for others with how fucked up this world is, like if you really like look at everything, we have it very good, yeah. you know? And like, I'm forever thankful for the life that I get to live. Cause like, it is so, it's such a toss up. Like you could literally be born in a different country, you know? And like that, and you don't have the control of any of that. And it could be just the worst. Yeah. And I, then another person could end up being a child of a billionaire. You know, I agree. It does depress me sometimes where I think where like there's so much untapped potential in like people that were just born in like more just like unfortunate or unfortunate circumstances. You know what I mean? Like imagine the amount of like fucking geniuses that we've lost just yes. because like How, they just didn't we they weren't know. born into a like they didn't weren't born into the means yeah. of it. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, just sucks. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Another fun topic. <laughs> so that we can end on. Hell yeah, brother. You oh know. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, I realized again I did not introduce anyone on this podcast. Well, there were states. The it's you know the it's usual the suspects. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Well, it's this good. is uh, this is Jeffrey. Yeah. Hello, My name's everyone. Susan. It was nice seeing. I'm just. Kidding. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, like I just. I'm just trying to like lighten the mood, lighten the mood a little bit hungry. before the end. Yeah, but uh, anyway, thank you for watching the first. Wait, do we have a, an episode no, at least this first, year? This is no, no, no. Yes, no. Maybe season two. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think we did. I don't think we released an episode this year. Yeah. Well, thank you for watching the uh, first episode of the new year. Yeah. Happy new season. year, everyone.
Yeah, season two. Yeah, season two of Boomer versus Zoomer. Thank you. And uh, for anyone who's asking about the the, the background, uh, the wall's getting renovated, so this yep. is uh, temporary set. Watch, well, we say that, and then it's just, it's it's just there, there for the for whole like year. The next whole <laughs> year, dude. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Bye, everyone.